Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to Take It or Leave It. <laughs> An advice-ish podcast where we're going to talk about nonsense. We have no idea what we're doing. And uh, I'm one of your hosts, Meredith Masony. I'm Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take. Or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we are going to talk about the traitorous bitch who is now folding her laundry on the internet, (laughs) Tiffany Jenkins. Um, I have a couple of topics. I have a lot of topics. So we have a lot to play with. What we do want to talk about, what we don't want to talk about. So we'll just see. It'll it'll be a little potpourri. But... um, Okay. No, I, I really did. Th- I thought it was great. I hope you did f- get a donation pile. I did. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah Dude, awesome. My, I still have my kids in two T clothing. I know. Getting ready to graduate high school. I know because I I washed your clothes and I'm like I feel like it's time to let go of some of these. I found a baby sock in my laundry and got really emotional. It was like a newborn sock. <laughs> And I'm like, why is this just now getting washed? Like, how is it even there? <laughs> exactly. I don't even know. Unless you're like kidnapping babies. Like, what do you have baby socks for? Well, I, I realized <clears throat> I realized it after. It was probably Ella's sock. Flipping Sierra's kid. Oh, and yeah, an actual baby's sock. Yeah, which she would just make comes sense. over and disrobes and leaves her crap <laughs> everywhere. So that would make a lot more sense. It would. If you see Chloe with like a sock on her big toe, it'd be like, what's what's going on, Chloe? Well, there were no clean socks, so yeah. I just put one on this one. That would happen. Oh, my God. That's too much. So, yeah, it was good. I got it done. I'm, I felt really proud of myself and grateful for the audience sitting through it. Listen, I'm telling you, I wash dishes. I do laundry. I clean up. I do closets. It no, keeps I- you. It keeps you accountable. It keeps you on your toes. Yeah, but it's not my thing. I don't like multitasking. I don't like mm-hmm. making people feel like I'm not giving them attention. And so I, I feel obligated down to my roots, like to multitask and make sure that people feel seen and the clothes get folded and I'm funny and I'm making people feel loved and, you know, and it's just like too much. I'd rather just sit and talk. Yeah, you should probably leave it to the professionals. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yes, my mistake. Your mistake. So, so, so sorry. <laughs> but I I enjoyed it, and I I uh, I enjoyed it, and and Thanks. listened while I was cleaning something actually. So you were my body double. Okay, is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. I almost threw my cat out the window today because she was rude, or yes. Mm. I can't, I haven't felt like pure, unadulterated, is that the word, rage in a really long time. What did this cat do? This mother effer dude just stood at the edge of my bed and started meowing like the world was going to end at 4.30 in the morning for no reason, for no reason. And when the kids aren't here, I shut the door and lock it. Hi, Dave. Dave just came in with a very Dave look on his face. Okay. He looks nice. What's he doing? He was out cleaning pools. He was on the pool route. Full sleeve polo? That's a Columbia shirt. Uh, Oh, like a sun shirt. Yeah. Okay. But totally a dad print, you know, the. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Anyway, this bitch. So I lock the door when the kids aren't here and the cats meow in the morning, but I can't hear them because they're outside. But when the kids are here, I have to have my door open. Right. And for some reason today, it really got to me. And I think it's because I went to bed late, but it was. 
And I'm pissed because I'm like, yo, I still got an hour and a half like before my alarm goes off. And I I was so rageful. I ripped my CPAP off my face, threw it across the room. I started stomping after the cat. I don't know what I thought I was going to do when I caught the cat, but my stomps scared the cat away, luckily. Um, but I felt like, what was that, Jack and the Beanstalk? Like the giant just chasing, like, that's what I felt, dude, like an ogre. I was, I don't know what I was going to do, but I was so rageful. Mm-hmm. So I shut my door and I laid back down and my heart's like, do, 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 yeah. do, 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 Because my adrenaline's going, I'm ready to street fight. <clears throat> so I couldn't go back to bed. So I've been oh. up for already five hours today. Yeah, that sucks. I mean... What could the cat have possibly wanted? Because Nothing. there's food out, I'm sure. Yep. Food and they've and water. got litter boxes and they've got yep. the thing. So she was she was just angry that you were asleep and she wasn't. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And it just I anyway, I'm exhausted. I'm not like just like the normal everyday I'm tired all the time. It's like the kind of tired where if I close my eyes for four seconds, I could fall asleep. Yeah. You know, that kind of tired. Yeah. Well, Dave's been having trouble sleeping, which means I've been having trouble sleeping. Well, you, I feel like you kind of always have always. trouble sleeping. I'm always up. I feel like I am like one click under asleep, yeah. but I could be awake at any second. But he has, I don't know what's going on with him. And so he's been waking up every day at four and then so- telling me that he's awake because four o'clock is my pee time. So... I pee at 11, I pee at 12, I pee at 1, and then I pee at 4 every night. Why? I I don't know, because I have a bad bladder. And so at 4, I came back to bed, and he's like, I'm awake again, pet my back. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like trying to get him to go back to sleep. Then he's playing sleep sounds. Then I hear like a whale and some sort of a squirrel in the forest. And then, yeah, and then I hear, and then he starts playing, um, he's like, Alexa, play classical music to sleep by. And then it was like some folk song. And I was like, what the fuck is going on in here? It's like 4.07. And it's like, and I'm like, this is not classical music to sleep by. And then he just goes, fuck it. I'm up. And I was like, okay. And then he left the room and I was like, bye, I'll see you later. And I went back to sleep, but he's been up as well since then. And this is like, I don't know how many nights in a row. Mm. So he clearly has something on his mind because he's usually a pretty good sleeper. So he's worried about something or I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. But but ever since like a certain age kicked in, I can't sleep past like 5.30 or 6 in the morning with no alarm. I never set an alarm. I did today because Aubrey spent the night last night, but, um, well, you're know. one day shy of turning again, turning, turning like a, like a vampire, like a walker. Like a, yeah. Yeah. That's like a better. walker. You're, you're one day from turning. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I don't know. Anyway, that's so if I don't I just anybody watching this, I'm not on drugs. I look like it. I look very lazy eyed. I love how that's always your go to. You're like, just so you know, I'm not doing drugs. I just have to put a disclaimer out. Yeah. Which is funny because I say that a lot, too, because I think people because people have actually emailed me and asked me if I do drugs. We talked about this, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. So I feel like I always have to say that too. It's like I'm not on speed. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna this say you'd natural. be an upper. Yeah. This is all natural. Don't be jealous. Um Yeah. So all right. So let's see. We do have a variety of topics that we could talk about. Um Hit it. some of them are outdated because this was for last week's show. I'm so sorry, everyone. That's my bad. That's okay. I just thought this quote was really cool and I wanted to share it because I felt like it would resonate with both of us. And you probably haven't heard of this and you're not big into sports or whatever, but Venus Williams was congratulating Coco. It's golf, right? Golf. 
Coco Goff after her big U.S. Open win, right? So the U.S. Open has been everywhere. Every, it's been on every channel. You know, I know your your eyes are shutting and you're sleeping right now because we're talking are about they? tennis. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't even notice. But what I thought was so cool was the quote that came out from this. And she's 19? I think she's 19 years old. Wins the U.S. Open. And she says, thank you to the people who didn't believe in me. Like a month ago, I won a 500 title and people said I would stop at that. Two weeks ago, I won a 1,000 title and people were saying that was the biggest I was ever going to get. So three weeks later, I'm here with this trophy. I tried my best to carry this with grace and I'm doing my... Did you not hear that? You heard it, right? It's definitely some kind of alien transmission. Yeah. It landed. <laughs> okay. She said, I tried my best to carry this with grace and I've do and I've been doing my best. So honestly, to those who thought they were putting water on my fire, you're really adding gas to it. And now I'm really burning so bright. Wow. Like I thought that was just such a crazy amazing wonderful thing to say and at 19 years old like to have the forethought and everything to be like yeah. come on bitches you weren't putting water on it yeah i just thought that was so cool so i wanted to share that because i feel like as moms you know we i think a lot of times we feel like it's water on the fire but it's not water it's gasoline baby yes Burn yes bright. i'm trying to relate it to something in my life, but I'm the opposite. I'm the one who doubts me, really. Everybody else is like, you can do it. And I'm like, I suck. This is as far as I'm going. So I can't relate to that quote. You know what I mean? Mine's usually like, if I was going to accept a title, it would be like, thank you so much to everybody who believed in me. Because I'm going to be honest, I, th I thought you guys were kidding. I didn't really believe that we'd be here today. So I'm still not sure how we got here. Mm -hmm. But thank you. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's great. That takes a lot of confidence that I will never possess. Well, I think it's like anything else. You've, we've both, and I think most women in our position, um, and women in general have imposter syndrome. So I think mm -hmm. that that's just a normal thing. But in the words of a very smart woman, T. Swift, I would just like to say that if I were a man, I'd be the man. Mm. Absolutely. And so I think that that, I mean, I love that song of hers because she's like, look, if I were a dude, nobody would have a problem with the shit that I was doing or saying or talking about. And it would just be congratulations on all my bitches and this and that and the other thing. And it's not right. It's just right. the, you know, there's all that hate and ridiculousness. So I just think that that's, I think that's cool. But let's talk about sticking things in our butts. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Yeah, just for a second. So, Tiffany's face. This is why you need to be a supporter and you need to watch these things. Because Tiffany never knows what I'm going to say. But do you know how we've been talking about TikTok trends? 
Like I've been bringing up different ones that I'm finding. Why Mm -hmm. does TikTok think it's their job to tell us what we should be shoving up our rectums? I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like I am on a different chapter, maybe a different book Mm. than you are at this moment. I was in U.S. open mode. Oh, okay. And you did a segue. Yeah. With no segue. Oh. It was more like a sharp right turn into the side of butthole building. Uh, Yeah. And I I don't know how we got here. Yeah. So that's how my brain works. But um, I was scrolling on the TikTok and for some reason... I ended up in the rabbit hole. <laughs> don't. Heh. Don't. Sorry. No. Um, of coffee enemas. Okay. And I just like to know why TikTok has made it its job to tell us things we should shove up our butts. And then coffee enemas led to cocktail colonics. That is not what my for you page looks like so oh. i have no clue what a co- what you're saying do you care to i'm saying e- people explain instead what- of drinking their coffee they're literally giving co- themselves coffee enemas when you say that mm-hmm. what do you mean I, I, is it not self-explanatory no so there's a ho- is there a hose yeah is it a turkey bi- Like a beer funnel? Uh, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, you stick it in like an enema bottle and you just squirt that coffee right on up there. It's colon coffee. Nobody does that, Meredith. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Nobody does that. Then why is everybody on TikTok talking about it? They're messing with you because there's no way. Yes, they do. They said that it makes them more awake. It's. What I didn't understand was it was less calories. And I was like, wait a minute. Something magical happens in the colon and it doesn't count the calories, I guess, because it doesn't go through the stomach. Um. No, that soaking tampons in vodka is so that you can get drunk immediately. I'm sorry. You didn't know people did that either? No. Yeah, so... Mostly college kids, and it's because it's the cheapest way that you can get drunk. You just stick it. Yeah, we don't encourage or condone, or this is a bad idea in general. You're making it sound pretty good, honestly. No, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. I'm not selling it at all. It's awful. But that, but they do that so that it it's because it goes immediately into the bloodstream through your V. Yeah. Yo. What? Yeah, people in here are saying, I've heard this before. You get faster that way than drinking alcohol. This is a real thing. I didn't make this up. I also didn't make up coffee enemas, and I didn't make up cocktail colonics. And What's last a colonic? Week, that's another enema, but that's where you go in. So people are saying that you go to these places, these spas, and they hook you up to this machine where they literally shove, shove this nozzle into your bungholio. And it forces tons of warm water and a solution up into your colon and it cleans it all out. And then there's a tube that you can watch it all come out of your body. I'm just saying that this is what TikTok is telling people to do. And it's actually very, it could be very dangerous because it it takes nutrients and vitamins and minerals out of your body that you actually need. You shouldn't be... Cleansing the colon like that. You said cocktail. Yeah. Colonics. Cocktail like a cocktail of margarita. things. Not margarita. Although you probably could do that too. Are you wanting one or are you just excited about it? No, I, I'm not wanting one. I just got down that rabbit hole. Stop watching TikTok. People are like, just stop watching TikTok. Oh my gosh. This is a great question from bell mm. if you put alcohol in your orifices as opposed to drinking it do you still test i don't can you pass you- a breathalyzer test yeah but then i was like maybe we shouldn't 
try to give people like ways out of it halfway through my sentence. I was like, maybe we shouldn't talk about this because people might try it. And I would, I have no idea the answer to that, but I do know that you can get, what I will say is that people who do this can get extremely ill from doing it. It is not a good idea. It is not recommended. It's just a stupid thing that people do. Um, so no, don't do that. Well, that is interesting, and it's something I'm never going to do. I'll stick to the old esophagus. Yeah. I First of all, I just enjoy coffee, the aroma, Mm -hmm. the taste, the sips. I don't want it shoved up my bum. Yeah, no, nobody does. I have snorted coffee grinds. Oh, my God. What is happening today? the police. I mean, what is going on over here? He's getting a phone call. It's ringing on this computer. Uh, Martians are landing. I'm like, Dave, can you turn this shit off, please? The FBI has been waiting for me to confess that yeah. I snorted coffee grinds. Oh, my God. Yeah. I did. Yeah, it was New Year's. Stop. I did. I Why? mixed sugar, sugar with it because I was in jail and I was bored. And it was New Year's. I mean, you're right. What was I thinking asking why? <laughs> Clearly, duh, it was New Year's, idiot. My bad. <laughs> that was stupid. so stupid. That was the dumbest question I've ever asked. I'm really sorry. I I'm embarrassed actually that I would even <laughs> that I would even ask why. You know, it that's on me and I apologize. <laughs> yeah, that it sucked. It burned a lot. It's so stupid. It really sucked. I don't recommend it. Good yeah. old Billy Brew. I can't. I really can't. <laughs> so Tiffany's on TikTok telling you what you can shove up your nose. Other people are on TikTok telling yeah. you what you can shove up your butt. So, all right, let's move on. Let's move on because some people really don't want to talk about what others are shoving up their ear. Okay, but can you try to segue to the next topic and make it fit okay. with butt colonics? Um, sure. Um does everybody know who's getting into Taylor Swift's pants? Okay. That was a pretty good segue. And yeah, I I do. Has it been confirmed? Because I heard at first she denied it. Yesterday on a sports talk radio show, Travis Kelsey's brother, Jason, said it is true. Oh, my God. They are, in fact, a couple. T. Swift and Travis Kelsey are dating. Now, so I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of playful banter around this. Could it be a trick? Could it actually right. be real? Why does the world want it to be real so badly? I don't know. They don't. I don't. People do. I, no, he belongs with me. Okay. Well... I mean, I know she wears short skirts and I wear T-shirts <laughs> and she's your captain. I mean, you were cheer captain. I know mm. he's so fine. OK, see, I don't get the vibe. Oh, all right. You haven't seen him dance then. OK, so I have not seen him dance. Look but... up a video right now of Travis Kelsey dancing. OK, hold on. After scoring a touchdown. And then come talk to me. All right. I'll do it right now. Travis. Um, while you're doing that, people are thinking that it's a publicity stunt. Um, Travis Kelsey's a football player. I don't really know what for. Oh, God. Sorry. Like, All right. He's running. He's running. He's going like this. No, that's... It's not it. That's okay. not it. Let's see another touchdown dance. Put sexy dance. Oh, put sexy dance. Okay. Yeah. That was my problem. Chiefs. He plays oh, for the Chiefs. I just saw a sexy dance one. Still didn't get it. Maybe this one will do it for me. Well, you know, it's a vibe. He went. He's got, mm-hmm. he's got some swag. Okay. And here's the thing. I like the guy. I like the guy. I just watched a documentary about his brother. Because mm-hmm. he was getting ready to decide if he was going to retire after last season. So we were sitting there with the boys and we were watching the 
documentary that they did on because he plays for the Eagles. And so, and I like this guy. He's a big, he looks like a big dad, right? And he's got a bunch of kids and he's got a filthy trucker mouth and I enjoy him and his sense of humor. His wife is really pretty. Um, they just seem like a good, you know, like a good family. Right. And then the brother pops in and out of this documentary because obviously they played against each other in the Super Bowl last year. And then you hear his backstory about how he got kicked out of school for doing drugs and he had to make his way back. And like, he was able to put his life back together and get to the NFL. And you can tell like, that took a lot of work. Like he screwed up, he atoned for his sins, he did what he had to do, and he's gotten to that level. And um, I mean, I think it's great. Uh, I think it's uh, great. I think if they're actually dating, I wish them both well. I wish them the best of luck. I mean, it's upsetting to Dave because he's holding on to this idea that Taylor Swift is going to one day be attracted to a bald, middle-aged Puerto Rican who has three kids. Mm. And I you mean, never know. you never know, right? Maybe she does coffee colonics and this is just, that's, she's what? weird. And maybe. Nope. No. Okay. Uh, somebody brought up a good point. Like if it was a publicity stunt, Chris said, I don't think either one of them needs a publicity stunt. And that's so true. Like why? Oh, I, they have enough publicity. And then Haley said, Meredith search history. Butt stuff and sexy dancing. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> that made me LOL. Right. And the thing with Taylor Swift's dating history is that if she wants you to know she's dating somebody, she lets you know. If she doesn't, you don't know that she's dating somebody because she actually, for however she does it, she keeps it under wraps. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also just kind of feel like they're they're very grown adults in their they 30s. Mean- beautiful babies yeah sure yeah i think i think it's nice i i hope for taylor swift that she's able at some point to find a really good relationship and somebody is you know good to her it has i can't even imagine how hard it would be to be that famous and try to find somebody who loves you for you and who you are underneath all of the swiftiness you know, mm-hmm. because it's, it's, you, she's richer than God, mm-hmm. right? She has everything she wants for nothing in the sense of materialistic things, right? right. I, obviously, I know nothing about her personally, but I'm just saying as a person, that has to be so exhausting to be like, just like me because of who I am. And she's a weirdo, man. If you've actually, if you follow her, if you're a Swifty, she's a weird bird. And I think that's what I love about her. And uh, so I hope she finds happiness. Yeah, for sure. And then everybody else wants to talk about NSYNC's reunion tour. Are they going to do it? Are they not going to do it? Could they stop teasing people already? I heard they weren't going to do it. But I don't care because I'm a Backstreet Boys fan. I was too old for both NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. I'm So I never really listened to either. So I wouldn't be purchasing a ticket. But I, oh gosh, I was obsessed with the Backstreet Boys. I got Backstreet Boys concert tickets when I was in seventh grade, and I cried for a really long time. And I will never. Oh God, I love them so much. And I'm pissed because they were just in Tampa doing meet and greets, dude. So why didn't you go? I was out of town. Oh, uh, Jody was there. That's a bummer. I was so pissed. Because if they would have seen me, they all would have wanted to marry me. Right. Obviously. Of course. So I missed that opportunity. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, see where else they're going. Make a trip out of it. No, I don't care. Okay. That much. It was like for that 90s con. Oh, okay. I think was that like was a- over here too. Yeah. That's why I saw Jody was going and I'm like, dude, I'm so pissed that I'm missing it. Yeah. Um, anyway, what else is in the news? Um, well, that was really all I had for that. The other things I thought we could talk about if you wanted to, if not, we don't have to, uh, the tornado that I was in. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if it was too late if you talked about it. I've already, talked about I- it. So I feel like people have definitely heard. Um, but there are some updates to the tornado thing, which are nice. So, 
Can I just ask one question? Uh-huh. As someone who's never been in a tornado, what the F? Like, did you know it was a tornado when it was happening? Were you like, what the hell's going on? Like, did it come out of nowhere? Yes. So every day, every day before lessons, I check the weather because it's a 35 minute drive out there. And if I see like there's any rain or whatever, I always text and I'm like, if you think this isn't gonna happen, tell me now before I drive out there. And I looked at the radar and there was nothing. So I was like, okay, you're going to ride today. So we drive out. And when we pull up to the barn on the right side behind the barn was this black cloud. And I was like, that's weird. That was not on the radar. And so we pull in and they start bringing the horses out of the stalls and they're tying them up so that they can groom them and get their saddles on and everything. And so all the horses are tied in different spots around the barn. And it started to get really windy. And so I walked out the back of the barn and I was watching the wind and the clouds and I was like. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Can't really watch wind, but you watch the clouds so you can see which way it's blowing. Because I'm sitting here thinking, is it going to blow away from us so that they can ride? So I'm watching and the clouds are moving, but then when I go to the other side of the barn, I'm like, the clouds are back over here. And then I went out the front of the barn and I'm like, how the fuck did the clouds get over here again? So they were actually circling the barn. So as I'm watching, I'm like, there's, I was like, this is really weird. So I start talking to the other moms there. I'm like, look at these clouds. Like they're not blowing in one direction. They're coming around. I was like, isn't this weird? I've never seen this. And Jillian was like, it's going to blow over. There's nothing on the radar. And I'm like, I know, but I'm, but I'm looking at the radar and I'm looking at the clouds and we're in the middle of the clouds. And then all of a sudden this lightning, like I've never seen in my life, just starts cracking down. Just boom, 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 boom. It's lighting up the sky. It was blue, purple, pink. It was, I sw- it was every color of the rainbow. And then I'm looking at the app and it says that we are point, we are 0.0 away from the mile, like the lightning strikes. And I was like, okay, this is literally just on top of us now we're in this. Then the rain came. Then the hail came. Hail, hail, big old hail just starts hitting the top of the barn. And then the lightning is going so bad. And I'm screaming at the girls because I because I'm thinking to myself, we're in a metal roofed barn with lightning. So I start yelling at the girls. I said, stand on the rubber on the rubber pet on the rubber mats, because I'm thinking to myself, okay, if lightning hits the ground, we have to be grounded. And so rubber would ground us. So I'm like, okay, everybody stand on the rubber. And then all of a sudden, this wind came through the back of the barn at no less than 100 miles an hour. And it just started picking things up and whipping through. And that's when we screamed, get into the tack room. So there's one room in the barn that has a door, which is where they keep the saddles and the saddle pads and everything. And it's the size of a closet. And so we shove all the girls in there. And then the horse trainer is running back out to make sure that all of the stalls are shut because they're trying to shove horses into stalls while all of this is going on. And um, you just start to hear things banging around, right? Because the wind is just whipping. Then the barn doors blow off. And you hear the doors coming off the hinge in the front. Then it sounded like a train whistle. I have nightmares about that. It sounded like a train whistle. And then you hear you heard a metal peeling. It was like a like a like and and that was the that was the roof coming up in the back. And so the whole time I'm just like, you know, trying not to lose my mind, but I'm losing my mind. And so like I'm yanking Sophia and I'm like, sit on the ground. I'm gonna sit on you. 
if this mm-hmm. roof comes up, I'm just going to lay on top of you. And there were, there were two other moms in there that were with their daughters. One girl whose father was in his truck. He never, he never got out of his car because we were in the barn together. And so then he got stuck in the car because of how bad the weather got and the horse trainer. And so at one point, the other mom opens the door because she wants to see what's going on. It almost rips the door off the hinge. And all you see are like troughs and buckets and shit going by. It was like, uh, like, uh, Wizard of Oz. So then we grab the door shut. We're holding the door. The door is shaking. I'm like, I can't believe this is how I'm going to die. I was positive it was going to be a shark attack. Like, even though I don't swim in the ocean, I was like, I thought it was going to be a shark. Oh, my God. I thought it was going to be a shark. And so then um, after after we heard the the big rumble, it kind of subsided for a second. And then the skies opened up again and the weather was real bad. And I looked at the radar and we were still in a red, the red part of the cell. And we had to sit in there for another 30, 35 minutes until we got into the orange part where it was still raining and still lightning, but we felt like the winds had died down enough that we could try and get out. Um, but the dad who was in his truck, he um, was recording all of this because he's like, I just want whoever finds my phone when I die to know what happened. And so he was recording and I got a really cool video of him recording the transformers exploding on the street when the tornado came through and the lightning that was cracking and it was turning all different colors. And so I was like, just watch, you know, he's watching this and then he had to move his car because the car was getting lifted. So he pulled his car beside the horse trailer so that the wind wouldn't pick it up anymore. And at one point, he called and told his daughter, you need to run your ass out here because I'm worried that the car is going to get lifted up and we need to try and leave here. So I ran the girl out and then ran back in because I didn't want her to go alone. And um, then we waited the rest of it out. But um, but it was insane. It was the craziest. Like, I for sure thought, like, um, this is how I die. And yeah. it, it like I wasn't going to be my pick dying in a barn was not my pick. Um, but then I went home and I did a live and I talked about it and people were like, start a GoFundMe for her. Cause she's 22. She's young. The w- woman who rents the barn, who's our horse trainer. And she's just crying because all of her shit is everywhere. Her fences are down. The roof is ripped up and she's just, and I was like, it's okay. It's just stuff. Like we can replace it and fix it. And she goes, I don't have any money. And I was like, oh, that was probably the wrong thing to say. <laughs> um, because you for, like, but I mean, cause right, she also right, right, right. doesn't have kids. And I was like, look, we all sat through this with our children. Like we're okay that it was troughs and fences and shit. Like we'll figure this out, you know? And I'm just like, we'll all come together. We'll figure it out. I promise you it's going to be fine. And so I started a GoFundMe and within, with under, in under 24 hours, we raised $7,500 for her to fix oh. her fencing and her, and her stuff. So, oh, um, that's amazing. We put dude. in new posts. They got the barn doors back up, like within a matter of a week. So it was really great. And the community was amazing. And people went over and, and donated. And we went over, we went over the next couple of days and cleaned up and raked and, you know, cleaned out stalls and, you know, did everything. I say we, I did not, I did none of those things. The kids did those things. Yeah, but you were out there. I I went out there and I swept and stuff, but I was like, I draw the line at horse poo. Um, but here, like I can sweep, I can rake this, I can help with this. I picked up a bunch of the debris. Um, but I was like, girls get in the stalls and get all the duty. Um, Mm. So that was, um, that was such an amazing person. Well, I know you're just going to dismiss it, but that that's really incredible. It, it, you know, she's a good kid. Um, she's a good kid. And, uh, I, you know, I literally, she's sobbing in this tack room when she realizes the damage that's been done. And I'm sitting here, you know, this middle-aged woman who's kind of like, we're all alive. This is pretty cool. Like we, <laughs> we made it, yeah. you know, but then I, but the perspective you is put different. yourself in her shoes. And I was like, and- wait a minute, she's a kid. This is her dream was opening this barn to start these lessons. And she just watched it get beat to hell. Like, okay, what can we do? And it's not like I could fix a roof. Like I was like, I'm good at a couple of things. It isn't roofing. So I was like, ah, let's figure it out. So it was great. And the community was great. And, um, 
I can't believe that. I didn't even know you could get tornadoes in Florida, dude. That's not cool. Well, that's the whole thing with... See, hurricanes don't scare me. It's the tornadoes that come in the hurricanes that scare me because this is now my second tornado. Really? Yeah. My first tornado was 2004, which was Hurricane Charlie that came through and ate our little town um, and came into Charlotte Harbor. And so we, this was, Dave and I had, we were, um, married, maybe it was a week before our anniversary, our first anniversary. So we were maybe married, maybe married like 11 months and this hurricane came in. It wasn't supposed to hit us. And then all of a sudden at the last minute, instead of going up to Tampa, it turned into the Harbor and came straight for us. And it was a category four, almost a five. And, um, I sat with a mattress over my head, Dave and I and his parents, and we watched the roof of their house come up and you could hear the tornado outside. It was like a uh, train. It sounded exactly like a train running through. And when we walked outside, the tornado had picked up, um, there was an airplane hanger and it picked up the airplane hanger and all of the steel beams and it shot the steel beams into the apartment complex along the way. So all you saw in like the third, fourth, fifth story of this apartment building were these I-beams, these massively thousands of pound I-beams, steel beams that were just shoved through. And then you're just thinking, oh my God, were there people in that apartment? So like we're driving around like looking for people. But I was like, that was my second tornado. Now, the one that happened in the hurricane was bad. It destroyed a bunch of shit. It was awful. This was a little tornado that kind of popped up and just we were right over the bar, just right next to us. And it was very weird. But that's the reason that I won't stay. If a, if a hurricane goes to a three or above, I'm leaving because I don't want to be in the middle of the tornado because the wind and the rain is one thing. But when those tornadoes touch down, it's like they just, it's like a pick and choose situation where it comes down and it's like, I'll destroy this house. Now I'm going to hop up and I'm going to come over here because when it hit, like oh. our house was fine. The neighbors was ripped in half. You could see their house from the, from the street. You could see the inside of their home and you could tell that the tornado went from here to there to there. And that was the thing. That's like people who live in tornado alley and like, have tornado season right in the midwest and it's just like well it's tornado season and it's like oh no are there houses made of like special material in tornado alley no i think they're mostly the only place that i think builds concrete block homes really is florida i think most everywhere else is wood framed um you think that I in think. a place called tornado alley they'd have it made of well in tornado alley they have basements so everybody goes down into the ground when a tornado comes. Love that for them. Yeah. But like as far as like your livelihood. That, yeah, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing is it's just to me that's terrifying because it's so powerful and they just, you know, and they were like people on the live were like, didn't you hear the sirens? I was like, we don't have tornado sirens in Florida. Exactly, dude. We don't have but, any warning. Ugh. Not that you're getting much warning where you are. You know, you might get 20, 30 minutes, I guess, with a siren. But um, you know what I mean? I was like, no, we didn't. And this one wasn't even a bad weather storm on the radar. We just pulled That's up so and was weird. like, that cloud looks weird. And that was it. I have a lot of nightmares about natural disasters. Mm. For some reason. And I've never been in a tornado, but I have dreams about them. And so... Like I can picture them. I feel like I've been in a million of them in my dreams, but I haven't ever actually been in one. But it's so crazy to hear you talk about the train sound because I can hear it in my head because I've lived it in my dreams, yeah. which sounds so, so dumb, but it's horrifying to me. It's such a huge fear of mine. Yeah, no, it's it's not it's not a. And the and the thing is, is the next day it started to rain again that morning and I woke up panicked hearing PTSD. the rain. I was, I was like, ask. Oh God. I was like, please don't again. So then I'm frantically looking in the weather and I'm like, okay, I don't think this looks too bad, but I literally walked around looking out all the windows. Like, well, even if the bad. weather says it's not bad, how it, can you even believe it after that? Well, incident? it was just, it was, it was insane. And it's so funny because I'm driving home like this after it, you know, and I'm just shaking. And so you're like, 
Sorry, go ahead. Well, Sophia was like, mom, it's over. You can be done now. And I was like, I cannot be done now. I, and she's like, it's just over. It's forget it, forget it. And I was like, I'm really glad that you can just forget it. Yeah. (laughs) I cannot. I am like, I thought we were going to die, you know, and you know, my drama and. Well, that's what I was going to say is I pictured Dave getting that call. We were in a tornado and he's like, okay, Meredith, yeah. it was a little windy, calm down. And you're like a cow flew by, Dave, yeah. I'm serious. No, I actually called him and I said, we're stuck in the barn. It's really bad. I'm really worried and I don't know what we should do. Do I run for the car? Do we stay here? I was like, this doesn't feel safe. It's plywood walls. And he looks at the radar and he's like, oh shit, yeah, this is a bad storm. Um. It's was gonna, this before this, tornado? This was right when I took the girls into the tack room. And so, so it was okay. right before it. And then I was like, Dave, it's hailing. It's really windy. I said, I think there's a tornado. And he's like, okay, okay, hold on. Let me take a look and see how long this is going to be over you guys. And so we kept trying to call, like we kept calling each other back and forth. And then the lights went out and I was just like, so then I just texted him. I was like, it's bad. The lights went out, you know, we're yelling at this point. I was like, just when you think that we should go, I need you to tell me that we should run. Like you're watching the radar. Cause like I couldn't get the radar up anymore. And so then he finally, um, he kept texting and he was like, just stay where you are. Don't move. Stay where you are. Don't move. And then I finally was like, we're in the orange. And he's like, try to go now. And so then we went outside and everything was everywhere and it was a mess. And so we stayed another 45 minutes to help her clean up. Cause we didn't, we thought if it, if it comes again, all this shit is going to be ever, you know, so we stayed, but it was, it was too, it was, it was too much. It was too much. I went home. I took a Xanax. Yeah. And I was like, I just, I was laying in bed, just like shaking. Like it's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. Um, but you know, I can't believe it. It was, it was weird that I can tell you that it was weird. One of my followers or supporters was like, Meredith was in a tornado and I was like, excuse me, <laughs> what'd you say? And then I texted you and I was like, bitch, yeah. you were in a dang tornado. Like you, I didn't hear anything about it, but I assumed you'd talked about it so many times that obviously calling me wasn't a, a priority. I do that too. When I like tell the same story over and over yeah. and my, one of my siblings is like, why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, I, cause I, I guess because I told a bunch of strangers, I yeah. figured you'd see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, which well, is so Well, and then you were out of town but- and I was like, we'll just talk about it whenever we talk about it. Like it was at that point, it was, it was just last week was the longest week it felt like. Because that happened mm. on a Monday. I was like, uh, you know, and then you can't j- believe just it. go through the rest of your week and then, um, but yeah. So I've also come to the realization that when I'm not touring and I'm here all the time, I'm much more exhausted because I don't get any little breaks from being away. I don't get any downtime from them, from, you know, from them at all. And so it's been really great to be home and I, I have absolutely enjoyed it. But like the other day I was like, man, I really wish I had somewhere to go. Cause I'm tired. I just yeah. want to go eat lunch by myself or, mm-hmm. um, it was, and it was, I really realized I was like, okay, so this is a full-time stay at home mom thing, huh? Wow. Ain't yep. that a bitch. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah. So, but it was, it was, uh, it's been interesting. I'm, well, I'm glad you're alive, dude. Yeah. Thanks. Me too. <laughs> That's so crazy. Huh. Caitlin said, I just noticed Meredith's name, Twister Sister. <laughs> yeah, I thought we, I figured we'd talk about it. So I was like, what name could I use today? I was hoping we would, but I didn't know if the ship sailed because I missed last week. So no, I figured good. I'd, t- I figured I'd talk about it because like, some people don't follow on Facebook or they don't, you know, follow wherever. And then they just get the podcast and it's like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. So, and Sophia had a math test the next day. That was her concern. She's like, I have a math test tomorrow and I didn't study. So I let her stay home in the morning to study. And then I took her in school late to take the test. That's cool. And the the woman was like, do you have a doctor's note? I'm like, so here's the thing. Um, we were we, in a tornado. Yeah. Do, uh, and then cry. I, I was like, can I use that? 
as a note, like we were in a tornado yesterday. And so I let her stay home to study for a math test. She's like, just say she was feeling ill. I said, okay. Yeah. So, um, show them the video. I'd like to see the video. Out of I'll, curiosity. I will, um, I'll get it. I'll get it from Jillian, the horse trainer. Cause she has it. And I'll, um, I'll see if I can post it like in a story or something and share it. Cause if I send it to you, I don't think the, the resolution and it's really cool to see the lightning. Like, I don't know if Is I text like an it. Android? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't have an Android, you weirdo. Oh, well then I can maybe text it to you. No, it's fine. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, I don't care. I just have to get a good copy of it because the one I have is is de- it degraded. Degraded. It is. God, these bill collectors, they're incessant. Mm. Who are you telling? Good word. I just I have four texts in a row about this bill. I guess I'll Oh, dude. It. What? I found a spine yesterday. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I went, my friend's in college and I help her with her (laughs) crap for some reason, I guess body doubling, but we, one of her courses is ethics and you have to like go on field trips and like find ecosystems and crap. So we went to the nature preserve and we were walking and she's like, is that a vertebrae? And I was like, you're so stupid. It's a branch. And then I looked closer and I was like, holy shit, that's an, that is a vertebrae. It was like a, this long, dude. And it was a straight up spine, like with spikes coming out of it and everything. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And so somehow in the span of three minutes, we went from that's an animal to that's the spine of a child. And we have stumbled upon a crime scene. No. Because I swear, zero to 100. That's what happens with us. I'm not kidding. Because I found a rope laying nearby. Oh, and the Lord. Rope the rope had two loops on either end. And I'm like, that's so you put it around the person's neck and pull it. Like, this is where my mind went. So then I'm going back and forth. I'm like, what do we do? It's probably an animal spine, but what if it's not? It's too big to be a dog. It's too big to be a cat. What kind of animals this big are in a nature preserve? And so I called the park ranger and they're like, grab it and take it to a police department. I'm like, I'm not going to literally grab a spine, first of all, and put it in my car and drive it to a police station. Because if this is a crime scene, I don't want to mess with. Yeah. yeah. I'm just driving down the road in a spine. What if it is a human spine and I get pulled over and they're like, why do you have a human strapped into your path? You know what I mean? So anyway. So then I called the non-emergency police line. And I'm like, hey, suspicious bones. We don't know what's up. There's a rope. I don't know what to do. I don't want to leave it. You know, whatever. Predicament. What do you think we should do? And they're like, it's up to you. You could send somebody out if you want. And I'm like, if I want. No, I don't want to inconvenience anyone. I definitely don't want that. I feel bad. This is a uh, 34-acre nature preserve. And to have a police officer in full uniform come all the way out here to identify pig bones, I'm going to feel real dumb. And they're like, well, we don't have to, but it's up to you. And I'm like, I'm sorry. What do you do when you find suspicious bones? Like, what is the protocol? Like, yeah. what can I send you a picture, a video, whatever? They're like, no, hold on. Put me on hold. They're like, instead of a, a picture or a video, we can send someone out if you want. And I'm like, please don't leave this up to me, dude. And it was just painful. And my friends grabbed the phone. She's like, send someone and like made the decision. And yeah. So we walked all the way out, met him by the car, over-explained ourselves, showed him pictures and videos. And then he's like, I'm just going to go out and take a look at it. And he went out. He was a really nice guy, New York cop. Long story short, um, he took pictures and sent it to the Emmy. And the Emmy, based on the pictures, said it was not human. Great. So we wasted the police's resources and time. (laughs) And also, during this whole debacle... Um, I had a therapy appointment, a virtual therapy appointment. So I, I answered the call on FaceTime. My therapist's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you are never going to believe this, Beth. <laughs> I am in the woods and I found human remains and we're waiting on the cops. <laughs> like just so stupid and dramatic. It was, it was chaos. But what would you have done? What a normal person who isn't me, whose brain does not work like, 
mine does. Because in hindsight, everybody I've talked to was like, duh, it was animal bones, stupid. But like, what would you have done? I probably would have called the cops too, because I don't know what animal bones look like versus a human person bone. I mean, if Dave were there, he would have been like, stop it. You're so dramatic. Exactly. I was thinking that too. Drew would be like, no, it's it's literally a a pig. And he would try to name the species. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have any. Listen, when we're driving down the interstate and I see like rolled up trash on the side of the road, I'm like, there's body in that. 100%. Body in that rug. I should call the police. I think there's a serial killer on mile marker 187. (laughs) And Dave's like, stop it. I'm like, I saw feet. He's like, you didn't see feet. I said, I saw feet. (laughs) That's exactly what I do. That's exactly how my brain works, dude. (laughs) And Dave is always like, I can't. He's like, do not call 911 for that rug. (laughs) And I'm like, what if it's a mother of three? Wouldn't you feel bad? And he's like, it's trash. Oh, my God. It's so funny. While we were waiting for the Emmy's office to call back, I was like, so just quick question. Are they going to put the word hero under our ah. names on the news oh, God. when they interview us? Or like, can we request? Because I don't I would like hero, but I would also like award winning small town beauty. Right. Hero right. If the, He's like, we can absolutely do that if you'd like. If you'd like. <laughs> yeah, he was such a good sport. He thought we were dragging him out there to kill him, uh-huh. actually. He really did. He confessed that at first. He said it just seemed really weird. And so that's why he walked behind us out there. But then on the way back in, he let us walk behind him. And he said it's because he trusted us now. Oh, good. Good, good, good. And that's when you killed him. Then he he's dead. Yeah. And now he's so. next to the pig bones. <laughs> no pun in no i'm just kidding i respect the police no Uh, that's that is uh, that seems like something i do for sure for sure for sure for sure yeah it was quite the predicament because we wouldn't be able to sleep sierra was so convinced it was a child we because we googled every spine known to man she's like it's tiffany i think it's a kid and that's all it took yeah and i was like no you're exactly right yeah this is a kid (laughs) Yeah. And I, yeah, it was just obnoxious, but it was very exciting. And um, we got the project done and I made a little vlog about it that she's going to send to her teacher. And my therapist is concerned <laughs> about me. And um, it was a very interesting day. But if it wasn't for her school project, me and her never would have gone to a nature preserve together. You know what I mean? And it was really cool to just get out of the house and go to a nature preserve. Like there was all kinds of wildlife and crazy stuff and and we never would have done it if it wasn't for her it, like it was it makes me laugh out loud every time i think about yesterday what oh i all right i got a i'm a guest on this other podcast in a little bit oh you just got and an I'm alert so dead inside mm, i know i'm getting ready to record my other podcast after this as well wow we're both just openly cheating on each other <laughs> no. so crazy no, so it's it's uh yeah, it's it's there's there's just so much. I'm so tired. I'm so tired, dude. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Tomorrow's my birthday. Yeah. And it's Caden's day with his dad. But Caden wants me to bring donuts to class and then he wants me to go to his karate and watch him get a birthday beat down. And then he wants to go to Daruma and then he wants me to drive him to Bush Gardens. And I'm like, we are having a party for you on Sunday. You need to chill. Yeah. And so it's just going to be like an action-packed weekend. Um, and none of it's going to be about me. Well, are, did you plan anything for yourself? Um, I'm getting my hair done tomorrow. Cool. So that's exciting. And that's it. Maybe I'll go to the mall and get a little massage or something. But I don't really care. I'm just saying I'm already tired <clears throat> this weekend. Well, now you know why I just asked to order Chinese food on my birthday. I was like, I don't care about anything. I just want to eat wonton soup and and not have to do dishes on my birthday. Yeah. Because I was yeah. so tired. That's how I feel. Yeah. No bangs, Tiffany. I promise I won't get birthday bangs. Well, <laughs> I can't promise that. But as far birthday as my hair bangs. goes, I won't get birthday. I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, happy birthday to you. I wish I knew who that was. Facebook user on Sunday. Facebook user. Um, if 
somebody we can cut this out of the podcast because it'll be irrelevant by the time but i'll be on ig on um a podcast called sober motivation he's doing a live like live-a-thon oh cool and so i'm just popping in i think around 10 40 or 11 or something if anybody wants to watch but no pressure i gotta pee first though yeah so same all right well this was great i'm so happy you're alive everybody else join us next week for another episode of take it or leave it an advice ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have have no no idea idea what what we're we're doing doing. we will see you later gators bye and for the people in the comments i was going to go to a spa but i can't so all right i'm gonna go pee